my pretty one. Oh, my pretty one. Pretty, pretty, pretty one. What song am I singing? Here's a clue, just two words. It's my Sharona. Can you guess the song? Can you guess the fucking song? Can you guess the song? It's two words of the clue. My Sharona. Welcome to the podcast number 92. With me, Marquez. How's it going? My Sharona. She's a faded. I'm beaten, but I even I faded out of that. My Sharona. Oh, talk, talking lyrics is funny. Oh, my pretty one. My pretty, pretty one. When you gonna come, my Sharona? Don't even know if they're the lyrics, and I couldn't fully talk it. I had to sing. Why? Because I'm a singing fuck. Just a singing fuck, guys. I was born a singing fuck, and I'll die a singing fuck. You know, if someone was ever to be like, what's your favorite song? And they're like, my Sharona. Imagine how annoying that person would be. Not saying that's a classic song. Classic song. But if that's your favorite song, Jesus, you must wreck people's heads. I know I wreck people's heads, but at least I don't say my favorite song is, ooh, you're pretty, you're pretty, pretty, pretty. Ooh, you're pretty, 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 what? Ooh, you're if it's your favorite song, that means you've played at least two hours in a row. Looping. Oh, you pretty one. Oh, you pretty, pretty one. Oh, you pretty one. Is my Sharona. So if you're, uh, if that is your favorite song, let me know. So I can block you on all social media. There's a good way. I like blocking people if you're annoying. Block. Blocky Mac. Come at me. I'll block you. Unless you're good at mocking me. If you're bad at mock, you get the block. They're the rules, people. If you're bad at mock, you get the block. I don't make them. I just enforce them. God makes them. Dear Jesus up in heaven. Holy funk, I'm ghosts. Went hiking earlier in the midday sun. Hiking with the boys. Hiking with the lads. Up Runyon. I used to hate Runyon. Because we didn't, I used to go with people that didn't really hike. It was just walking up it. And then you'd half break a sweat. But I need to be pissing buckets for me to be like, all right, this is good. All right. I'd, otherwise, before you used to be like, I have to go to the gym after running. I never realized I could just run it up, up myself. But we went today and oh, Betsy, was it fucking hot. He's killing me. Goosed. I was a goose. I was a gander. I was geese. Floundering around. It was so hot. We were like, nah, it's grand. We went to go at 10 and, you know, some of the some of the lads are late. I'm usually late. When I'm not late and I'm early and people are late, oh, I'll turn into such a bitch. I'll start mocking people. Two double standards here, as they call me. Double standards through the roof. If you're late, I'll be, where the fuck are you? Been waiting here for 34 seconds over the allotted time. This is harsh. Disrespecting. You disrespect my time? Even though I will disrespect your time all the time. But you disrespect mine. Oh, watch me. Hang on there. Give me a boost. I need to get up on my high horse. Someone hand me a bucket so I can stand on the bucket and giddy up. Be like, fuck the bucket, fuck it, bucket. Buck on, they say, buck on. 
So that's what happened. People showed up late. We were there by 11. And we were running up the hill in the midday sun. And you know what? It was hot as fucking balls. That's all I can... That's the only way I can describe it. If you bought two metal balls and you heated them up in a fire and you put them on my back and be like, oh, this is cold compared to how hot it was up the hill. Dying. It's funny. People is hiking and uh, people are like, what are you afraid of? Because I, I know the heat ruins me. I'm like, I'm going to get diarrhea if I keep going up this hill in this ease. And they'd be like, heat's not going to hurt you. I'd be like, you know people die from the heat. Imagine that's how you die, though. That'd be, that'd be a shitty way to die. Up a hill, hiking. You often see kind of fat people up the hill dying. They just get airlifted by helicopters. People are giving them little scraps of water. I'd say I'd be like, I offered my buddy water today because he had none. But then I realized we were so far up the hill and I had only half a bottle left. And I needed it all for myself. That's what I deducted quickly. And he said, oh, I'd love a drink. And I said... I was only joking. I retract the kind offer I made you. I was merely joking about offering you water because I need every fucking drop. You'd see people up the hill and they're like, I need help. Be like, well, ah, sure, don't we all, love? Don't we all? We all need a helping hand, but you know, sure, my hands are full. I got a bottle of water in one hand and a phone in the other. Sure, I'd love to help you, but I'm on my way. Sure, I got up to the sign going the hardest route. Anyway, I went up. That be that would be a shitty way to die. I don't mind dying. I don't want to die. In fact, when I was young, I'd pray. Part of my prayers would be, don't let any of us die until we're 105 years old or older. I thought I'd be a good age. You'd have lived, you squeezed the life. I thought of 100, but then you'd be like, I got to 100. Yay. But then you'd be like, well, I don't want to die now that I'm at 100. So you'd go, um... You might as well have like 103 and then by 104 you're like, all right, nothing's changing. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's all the same. And then by 105 you're like, all right, I I got a good lot out of it. I squeezed it. I squeezed the dear life. Dear life, I squeezed the balls out of her. And here we are. We made it to 105 and now we're done. 105 in and out, done like Flynn. And then you can die. You don't want to die when you're hiking up a hill. Surrounded by gimps and moppets. Not my buddies, but a lot of moppets up the hill. We were running the toughest part. These two girls saw buddy Chris and they were like, Ah, can we have a photo? And I was like, Jesus, if they tried to stop me while they're at the top of the hill. Dying. Dying. And they're like, can we have a photo? You're like, get the fuck out of my face. Get the fuck And then you remember, ah, but with that fame comes the fortune. The cars, the house, the adulation. And you'd be like, come on, sure, get a quick photo while I'm dying up here. Sweating donkey balls. Anyway, I didn't die, you know, I came back. I suppose if I did want to die, you know, you don't have to do laundry anymore. That's why I don't really mind death. Don't have to do laundry. Have a couple of books under the under the belt. They'll live on. They'll live on regardless. They'll be discovered in five hundred years. They'll be like, oh, look at these classics. I read today that today is the birthday of the dude who wrote uh, what's his name? Helvin, Helvin Marvin. 
Moby Dick. What's the name of Moby this, this is how disrespectful I am. Moby Dick, author. A lot of people are tuning out now as I write. Say something about books. And that's how Herman Melville. He was either born or died today. Uh, oh, he was born. He died. He made $500 or something off Moby Dick. $500. And then he had to get a job that paid him $1,000 a year. And when he died, nobody gave a flying fuck. So that's nice. You know, if you've written books, that's a nice thought to be there in the back of your head. No one's going to care. So that's handy. <coughs> I suppose if I do want to die, it would have to be... I don't know if I want to die mid-sleep. Or maybe when you're awake and you're just looking at people. Maybe you have a maybe you have a little sneaky wank before you go before you go out. And as you as you come, you just pacha That's the noise I make when I come and I die. Pacha And you just pacha into whatever's in the next world. Who knows if there's a next world? I hope there is just to piss atheists off. I know atheists are like, oh, we're so smart. All right, can't fucking down. You smoke fucks. I heard two atheists the other day, and they were like, I knew she was my soulmate. She was an atheist, too. We just had the same beliefs. You're like, so you believe? You don't believe in God, but you believe in soulmates, huh? That is what you think. Soulmates, this fucking made-up thing that there's, oh, there's one other person out there. I was reading about soulmates. And apparently, like in the Greek mythology, they used to say that <coughs> people had four heads and or two heads and four arms and four legs, and the gods were getting pissed off, so they split people into two uh, to appease the gods and also double their worshippers. And then the, whoever you were split from, you're like, oh, that's my soulmate. We used to be one. Like, that's where the fucking soulmate concept comes from. That's where we used to be. We used to have four arms and two heads, and now we're just two and two and one head. Come back. That's soulmate. That's where it came up from. Not really, make. I like the way I read a, a Wikipedia article, and then I try and recite it, and I... I'm suffering from heat strokes. I can't even give half details. But it annoyed me that they thought they were soulmates, but also atheists. It's like, all right, you believe that dumb concept, but you don't believe in God and religion. Whatever, just stop being smug fuckers. Then it'll all be grand. Also, they were only after two dates. You smug fucking fuckers. People in LA are mental. I do think they're mental too. I saw a dude, my na- one of my neighbors the other day. I don't know this person, they just live by me. And the dude was hugging the girl goodbye. And he was saying, Oh, that was great. I'm, I'll, I'll text you. And then he got into his car, and the girl was there with her dog. And uh, as the guy drove away, he almost knocked down the girl and her dog. Like, he didn't hit them or anything, but he almost did. And then he just kept driving. 
And the girl was like, what the fuck? And then this other person was there and she was like, oh my God, did you know him? She was like, I'll never, I'm never calling him again. I was like, oh, good work, buddy. It's a good way to end the date. Almost killing the girl and her dog. Smooth. He's probably driving home being like, ah, I'm a good guy. I'm a nice guy. I gave her a hug. I didn't try and pump her on the first date. I'm a real good person. Almost killed her, but you know, you know, as long as I drove off looking cool, squealing my wheels, that's all you really know I need to do. Squeak, squeal of the wheels and oh boy, do vaginas get moist. That's what they say in the Bible. In Greek mythology and the Bible, that's what I've read. Can't be... I was laughing the other day at the thought of, do you ever go on a date when you're like, money's tight? And <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, Jesus. And the girl's like, oh, this is fun. This is fun. And you're like, yeah, let's split. Uh, she's like, should we do starters? And you're like, nah. I, uh, I, I ate earlier. I ate earlier. I ate like just before I came here. Not that hungry. Unless you want to do a main course, is a, a starter as a main course, maybe? You're looking at the prices. You're like, oh, wow, salmon, starter for salmon is $18, is it? $29 there for soup as a starter. She's like, I'm kind of hungry, I'm going to have a starter. And you got to be the nice guy, you got to be like, oh, whatever you want, whatever you want. And you're like, oh, Jesus, I thought I picked a cheap restaurant, but you didn't. You fucked up. You fucked up big time. Where starters are $25. So now you gotta get two starters. $50 in the hole. You gotta get the wine. Class of wine each. How much is that? Oh, let's get a $24 bottle of. Let's get a $25 glass of wine. You're already $100 in. Should have got the bottle. Asher will order more. And then you order the, the main. Oh, you want $40. I'm just going to round up. $50 main. Now you're at 200 Dessert, you're going to be at another 50 250 for dinner. You could have went to Chipotle and spent $12. $12 and you would have been well fed. And you could have bought some t-shirts or something nice. Instead, you're at this date with a girl that you know you don't really like. It has the legs max for two dates. Maybe three if you pump. Maybe maybe you're not fucking aware and you're just going with the flow and you're like, ah, oh, there's no connection, but maybe we can build on it. Maybe you're that kind of desperate. But then you're in deep on the wine the first date. You're not even, you're going, fuck, ah, oh, why didn't we... Why didn't I pretend to do something like go walking? Walk around the block. We could have went for a cup of coffee. Slice of cake. Instead I'm paying $300 for dinner. I don't even like her company. She doesn't like mine. She's been texting. I've been looking at Instagram. This has been a shit date. But you know now you're 300 She's like, should we have more wine? Maybe she's lying to herself. Maybe she doesn't see the signs. Maybe she thinks it's fun. And she's like, oh, this is fun. Should we have more wine? And you're like, no. She's like, what? And you're like, 
no, no, sorry. I can't. I don't have $400 in my account. I'm sorry. I just paid rent. It's the first of the month. I'm I'm broke. <laughs> She's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> if a girl was like, oh, should we get more wine? And you're just like, no, no, no. If we can go get a nag and a vodka there for $3 if you're up for that. No, that's a good date. A good date, I think. A good Irish date. Here's an ideal. Two ideal dates. One, you've already spoken. You meet up for coffee. But you just sit there in comfortable silence. And you're just on your phone. And you're looking at Twitter or Instagram. And that's the date. You're just sitting there chilling. Having in your uh, in your own little world and you're just next to someone a companion companion so you're not alone a companion so you're not like why is this guy just sitting a coffee bean on his own laughing at his phone they'll be like oh who's that hot girl with him or another ideal date get a nag and a vodka find an alleyway or a street that's darkly lit but you can just walk and drink vodka and you can find out if you like this person or not and if you don't after one block you're like well at least we didn't waste too much money or time because god knows they're both running out and that's that's uh that's how they date in ireland people that's how they date in ireland you i got a letter asking me hey marco can you explain how they date in ireland and there we go Two ideal dates. Silence. Silence or cheapness. What do you prefer? Personally, I like silence. I like a little quietness. It's funny too when people... I love I ghosting, which is huge in America. I presume it's huge everywhere now because America starts it and then it trickles around. Ghosting when people just disappear. That's the thing too. You could be meeting someone in LA especially... And then they'll be like, oh, fully into you. And next minute, a famous person will hit them up and they'll just disappear. And you'll actually think, did she die? Did she die? And then she shows up on a yacht in the Caribbean. And you're like, ah, no, she's with that famous person. And she'll be saying something like, living my best life, which means I'm out being a whore. I'm not being a male whore, whichever whoever's saying it. And then you, you, two days later, you see that the famous person is with another girl in a different part of the Caribbean. You're like, oh, she got done. She got played. She got played around. Come back two weeks later, being like, hey, hey, what? You'd be like, oh, the ghost. You tried to disappear. Coming back. No, 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 you can't come back. I like to make people fool themselves though and they try and hit you up again. They're like, oh, I've never from this person. I, I can't remember how he disappointed me, but let's hit him up again. Let's try and remember. Let's try and fool ourselves. Maybe he was the one. Maybe he was, um, maybe, maybe I messed up. Maybe I, I really did wrong.
And you're like, oh, you're trying to come back? Best of luck. You might as well be a hobbit on an adventure to find a lucky ring or whatever the hobbit's about. Go off there on your quests and try and wheel your way back into my life. Catch me when I'm down. Catch Actually, if you caught me, if, if girls I found hot hit me up at the weekends, then that's when I'm at a low point. Not a low point, but weekends are boring. Daytime weekends, especially Saturday. Saturday weekends, I don't know how long. If you're not working, if you're not working and you don't have a girlfriend, Saturday weekends are boring as fuck. I'm just going to say it. There it is. It's no fact. I think because when I was young, all we used to do on Saturdays, myself and my brother, we just play soccer. We always had a soccer match. Kept going all the way through school. Soccer Saturday, Saturday soccer. Always soccer, 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 soccer. On Saturday, college, university, soccer, soccer, soccer. Every Saturday. And then you leave college and you might still play soccer for a while. You're like, soccer, soccer, soccer. Every single Saturday. And then you stop playing soccer and you're like, what the fuck do people do on Saturday? It's a day off. You just sit indoors? Did you go out? Where did you go? Did you, you go out with your buddies who you've been hanging around with all weekend, so it's just a normal day. But there's the pressure of the weekend. The pressure of you. What are you doing with yourself? I had a buddy in town, Irish boy, and uh, he asked what I was doing. He was here with his girlfriend on Saturday, and I said, oh, I just woke up from a nap, and he said, what, you were napping on a Saturday? How could you? How could you waste the day? And he told me what he did, and he did about 59 activities, and he had about 49 to go, because it was a Saturday, but he had a girlfriend. No doubt, she planned it all. If you can't, like, unless you have a girlfriend, what, you don't really do stuff. Unless you're hiding, if you're going to pool parties, maybe, but Come on. Pool parties are fine the first 50 times. But then you're like, all right, how many more times can I fill the void with drinking at a pool party? And you probably will. I probably will. You probably will. But still, eventually you're like, what else can I do on a Saturday? Shop. That's what people do too in LA a lot. Shop. Why not read a book? People will laugh. That's my new way to get people to leave me alone that day. Just start talking about books. And they'll be like, oh, Christ. Uh, yeah. I, oh, phone's ringing. Gotta go. They'll dodge you. They'll ghost you. They'll leave you be. And then the next time, this happened to me recently and happened to me before too. Did you ever walk into a room? This happened at an after party. It was great. You walk in. I walked in. Or just say you walk into a room and someone groans because they hate you so much. And they're like, oh, not him. <laughs> to me at an after party. And oh boy, did I stay at that after party for as long as I could. Just because of that groan of, oh, I don't like this fucker. Felt nice, felt real. Real delightful. At least on Sunday, you can do it be like, oh, Sunday's the day to do nothing. So after a bad after party on a Saturday night, where someone groans at you and you're like, oh, that felt nice Sunday. You can just do nothing. I went to get chicken on my own Sunday. So read a book outdoors. Oh, it was, glor- uh, it was glorious, except oh, I went to the chicken place close to me. 
And there's a woman in there with her child, probably about four. I don't know. I can't guess ages. And uh, kept being like, oh, Bethany Grayson, put that down. Bethany Grayson, put that down. Bethany Grayson, put that down. But obviously in an American accent. Bethany Grayson, put that down. That's what she sounded like. She sounded like a man for some reason. Bethany Grayson. God, gosh darn. Jesus, great. This is what you get. These are the accents I can only give you when I'm having a sunstroke, heat stroke, whatever they're called. But anyway, she was being like, Bethany Grayson. And then the whole thing was, Bethany Grayson was a boy. A young boy. It's like, what are you doing? Why are you calling your son Bethany Grayson? But that's LA and that's the great kind of Sunday that you have here. I don't know if the audio is a bit weird there. Apologies. If so, plow on as they say. Plow on Bethany Grayson. But at least on Sunday you can do nothing. You're like, ah, it's the day of the Lord. You can just lie. It's what the Lord wanted. I'm an atheist, but it's what the Lord wanted. I feel half of these atheists too, they're like vegans who are like, oh, besides chicken and sausages, I'm mostly a vegan. But they mean it, and you're like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. And I mean it. The bad thing too about being single on a Sunday, I think, is that you're like, well, the weekend has been okay. Friday was a good laugh. Saturday was iffy. But, um... Should we squeeze the last drops of joy out of the weekend? If we're single, what are we going to do? Stay in on a Sunday night? And then you go out and you're like, Come on, Sunday, Sunday fun day. And then you go out and you're like, Sunday the pressing night time. Rarely is it good, but you always fool yourself in your brain. At least that's what I do. One of my best qualities is to trick myself. I like to fool myself. It's very nice. It, it um, takes me away from reality, the real world. And you can project into the future world and be like, ah, sure, pretty soon it's going to be great. That's why I like girls with good imaginations too. I realized that during the week. If a girl has a good imagination, oh, sign me up. Sign me up, Sally. Because the reality of me it's far worse than the imagined version of me. There's there's a nice thought. The imaginary person that you're like, oh, he could be, he could be, you never know. And then you're at dinner and you're like, no, no second, no second glass of wine for you, sorry. We should have had porridge and an egg. And you're like, oh, this is not what I imagined at all. You're like, ah, sure. We all can't have what we want. The heart wants what the what the belly needs. Isn't that what they say? They don't. But isn't that what they might say? They won't. Isn't that what they could say? They never shall. The heart wants what the belly needs. I like how I'm getting this second wind of dubious, watery coffee. Um, although I'm having a great day, besides the heat stroke... Got a haircut yesterday. You know that's a big moment in my own life all the time. I haven't got a cut in ages, purely because uh, people can't cut my hair for some weird reason. And then I realized recently that the top was about two inches shorter than the back and the sides. 
even more so the back was longer it was like a mullet but it wasn't short enough on top or shaven in the sides um so it was just like a bad haircut i don't know the words for it just a real shitty haircut but you know i made do but at the same time it was like something's wrong something's wrong and then i tried to find a good hairdresser and then sometimes hairdressers try and lure you in i know this sounds stupid but they're like it's almost like uh oh i'll do you a deal and then you're chatting and you're like is this getting sexual and then you're chatting and it's like oh this is getting sexual and then you're chatting and they're like let's do it next week and then you're chatting and you're like oh i think am i going to get a bad haircut if, if we don't have sex and then you're chatting and you're like oh there's a lot of pressure and then you're chatting and you're like is this all in my head and then you're chatting and it's not in your head that's happened to me a couple of times i also last time i got a haircut one girl was like i can fix it let me do it let her do it she did not fix it another girl was like i know a good hairdresser let me fix it you know me i'm stupid if the girl is hot i'll be like all right sure sure thing um and then she made it worse shorter and worse so i've been growing it out grown 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 but then it started to look like a bell like a bell was on my head like a bonnet like a lovely fucking bad wig and then this one girl who i do trust but she's like a she's a hot model that's probably why i was like she was like i can fix your hair just let me do it and i was like eh, but you're just the model she's like no i cut hair she's like none of my exes like me or we don't talk anymore but they'll still come to me for a haircut and that sold me i was like all right let's do it and she was like i'll just come over i'll cut it for free I was like, well, that sold me even quicker. Then she came over, and she actually knew what she was doing. She was like, I've seen your hair enough times to be like, this is what it needs. Just do this. And then she said she'd cut it, but I couldn't look in the mirror while she cut it. And then she took a chunk off. Oh, Betsy. She cut it like she was cutting me out of her life. Cold and chopped and good night, Irene. And then I saw it, and I was like, and she was like, when you're fixing it, don't pull it down push it up put it like a like a pile of dirty laundry in your head and it didn't make sense but it did make sense at the same time and i was like all right i think i got it then i was like and she left and i was able to look in the mirror normally because i can't look in the mirror when someone's here because i got some body dysmorphia or my face goes in because at that time my grand called me fat so i looked in the mirror when she left and uh, i was like oh i think i like it and then I woke up and I was like, oh, that's weird. I still like it. So day two, people, day two, we're in it, but we still like it. I love too when people, people just, I, is it because comedians, they're like, oh, I'm just going to insult you to your face. And who gives a fuck? Because I've had a few people just been like, no, no, uh-uh, don't like it. Or people will send me a message on Instagram being like, sad face why don't stop no i don't like you anymore you're just like all right fucking get over it i went to some comedy clubs last night and there was some people i knew working there they're like no this is not you at all and i was like jesus but then i realized everyone who said that to me looked like they themselves live in a bog 
they live in the bog. And I was like, huh. And then I realized people were saying, oh, I love it. <coughs> you look way better. Way better. Way better. And I was like, oh, all these people are good looking. So that's how I judge life. Are you good looking <laughs> or are you a bog person? If you're a bog person and you hate my hair, that's pretty good. I can live with that. You can live in the bog and I can live with that. Bog me up. Ba bog, ba bog me up. The girl to Amy, she was like, uh, let me fix your hair. You can either look more like Orlando Bloom or like you choose to live in Orlando, Florida. And that made me laugh. And I said, chop away, love. Chop away. Do what you need to be done. And she just came over with a scissors and a comb. Who knew? That's all you need. And she caught and she chopped. And now it's glorious. And uh, that's my great hair story. Thought to be more. Oh, and then I walk up. I post a picture on Instagram. And I walk up today and one of my old hairdressers just left a comment saying, Traitor. Traitor. And I wanted to say, well, if you cut it better before, I wouldn't be traiting. I wouldn't be traiting on you if you had done a good job. But I didn't because, uh, you know me, I avoid confrontation. I just bottle it up. I write it down and I use it at a later date. I can be like, all right, enough time has passed that that person won't remember. I'm talking about them when I say it. This person's an idiot. Like recently I heard a girl tell a guy, the guy was like, what do you do? And she said, I'm a professional twin. That was her fucking job. Don't know if she makes much money. Who wants professional twins? Twins are mental. Although my brother's having twins soon, so hopefully they won't listen to this. Be like, you think they're mental? Be like, everyone I've met in L.A. has been mental. That's my barometer for twinning. Twins, uh, twins are ruse. Twinny Max. Or like I saw a girl the other day. Um, <coughs> she ate some pizza. No, she posed with pizza. Like she was biting it for a video. And then when her friend got the video, she spat it out. She never ate the pizza. Never ate the pizza. And I was like, that's that's L.A. there in a bubble. And then people on Twitter hit you up and they're like, that's uh, called an uh, eating disorder. You shouldn't make fun of it. And it's like, go fuck yourself. Go do something. Read a book. Do something better with your life. Get a haircut. Then do a riveting podcast about said haircut. Go meet a woman and her son. Named Bethany Grayson. Go out there and live. Go hike a mountain. And suffer from heat dehydration and heat stroke. And, you know, I messes up the audio on the podcast that you've done 35 minutes or so. And you're like, oh, why not get a hair? Why not listen to a woman for once in your life? I was like, oh, I wonder what else. It's like that show, Queer Eye. Queer eye for the straight guys. Love watching that in Ireland. Be like, ah, oh, that's how you get better as a person. It's at the point too of someone who's to be like, you're gay. Be like, thank you. Have you seen the state of straight dudes? These schlubby fuckers. But like, queer eye is the equivalent of just one girl telling you what to do. How many are on that show? Five of them. Five gay dudes equals one woman. Who knew? 
one woman just giving you basic advice this is how you fix your hair and you're like oh what else but sometimes they're weird one girl tried to fix my hair before and i was like i don't know what you're going for and then i saw a picture of her dad when he was young and i was like oh you are you're trying to turn me into your dad interesting nice psychological issues and then we both mentioned to each other, I don't really, you annoy me. And I said, do you know what? You annoy me too. And I couldn't pinpoint why. But there you go. At least we both agreed that we didn't like each other. So that was fun, I suppose. That's nice, you know. Anything else going on? I'd say that's it. I'd say we've come to the end of a short road. The hill took it out of me. Um, If you're listening to this podcast, stop writing me on instagram and twitter asking me to follow you back how are you not dying from shame follow me back no here's why i know i've looked at your profile i probably clicked on it and i've been like i there's nothing here for me it's not funny pictures are grand why would i follow you back just do it no stop embarrassing us both all right that's my little pda whatever psa SBA, who knows? Time, gonna go have a nap. Hopefully, I'll wake up from it. Hit me up on Instagram. Come to the show this Friday at Laugh Factory at the Marquez. Twitter at Trickadoo. Check out my books, Random, Random, and Freedom. And there's a YouTube series for you to laugh at. Random, The Adventures of an Irish Guy in LA. All right, leave a review on Amazon, no, on iTunes. Go on. Go on, spread the word of the podcast, you motherfuckers. Um, that was a good way to try and get you on board. Come on, motherfuckers. Be nice. Be nice. Spread the good word. Or else we'll stop. No, we won't. Because we're not quitters. That's why we go out on a Sunday night. We're not quitters. We don't give up. We keep going for no fucking reason. Even though you know it's going to be bad. And you're like, why am I heading out at 11.30 at night? Half 11. Bars are closing at half one. If they're quiet, they'll close sooner. Why am I bothering going out for two hours? And then you'll be like, why not? And then you're like, good point. And then you're like... Let's go. And then you hear a song, something like, Ooh, a pretty, pretty one, a pretty one. When you got a da da da. And you're like, I'm going out, Sharona. And then you go out. And it's dead. And you're like, it's weird that LA is dead on a Sunday night because it's a big city. But it's dead. And you're like, ah, I kind of messed up. At least I didn't spend much money. But I definitely messed up. I should have. Should have stayed at home and read a book. Had a quiet night in. Stared at the ceiling. Wondered where it all went wrong. And just slept it off. Wake up Monday and be like, well, at least I have only half a pang of regret that I didn't go out. Can't even pronounce the book I'm reading. I just tried to read it and it's called The Colorless Tzuzurku Tzaki by Haruyuku Mirakami. And his Years of pilgrimage. It's a sad book, but it's a good book. You know, you can turn the sadness into joy somehow. And there you go. There you go. Now go read a book. Write a review. Do whatever you need to do. 
write a review for this podcast. All right, till next time, hit me up on all that social media jibber. Good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck.